Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March 2nd. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is indeed our one of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we follow the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land that is our goal, our guide, our solution to the problems we face in America based on the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by our founding fathers. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Indeed, we believe in free speech, and that's the fascinating thing. The Southern Poverty Law Center and all the clowns uh, are attacking me relentlessly. The Southern Poverty Law Center, the ADL, American Defamation League, or whatever that stupid thing is called, uh, all the uh, liberal rags are going after me like you would not believe. Yesterday we had on two guests, James Edwards, dear friend and host of the political cesspool, thepoliticalcesspool.org, and we had also Chris Carlson on. And Chris Carlson says, without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Amen. And we talked about a couple of great things both hours yesterday. We talked about in the Bible, it was important for people to show that they were descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to show they were part of the covenant people, ladies and gentlemen. That's really important to understand. We talked about the birthright goes to Joseph. Yeah, Joseph's birthright blessing through the loins of his son Ephraim can be found in the book of Jeremiah and documented in multiple places in the Bible. Yeah, and the real point Chris Carlson was making, and I completely agree with him, this is biblical. Who are these descendants of Joseph through Ephraim and Manasseh today, huh? Could this great promise offered to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob be honored through the tribe of Joseph? Yeah. What about the prophecy pushing the people together to the ends of the earth? Could that be the great missionary efforts and opportunities of Christians in modern day America and around the world? Yeah. Zionist Jews would love to claim the blessing of modern day Ephraim. Of the gathering. But you know what? Sadly, Christianity and Judaism are at odds. Now, just because we're at odds religiously, does that mean we need to be at odds personally? Of course not. We can agree to disagree on things. Fundamentally, the Christian religion and the Judeo religion, hey, there, there are some divisions, right? Christians believe Christ already came. The Jewish people believe that Christ hasn't come. Uh, Christians would say that the Jews missed the mark. The Jews would say Christians are deceived. Well, the fact is we can have those differences of theological views and still be kind to one another. But the problem is the Jewish organizations and religions want to attack Christianity and want to act like they're the only chosen people of God bar none. The truth is many are called, but few are chosen. But how do you become chosen? See, the Christians, and I'm one of them, believe that you need to become a Christian. 
Could the tribe of Joseph, with all of its rich biblical promised blessings, the blessings of prosperity, population growth, devotion to missionary work, devotion to Jesus Christ, be the modern-day Christian nations, such as the United States, Canada, Australia, Great Britain, Northern Europe, and so on? If so, hey, can those blessings be offered to the world, to the Muslims, to the Jews, to everybody else? Absolutely, that is the point. Understand in 930 B.C., the Ten Tribes formed the, quote, independent kingdom of Israel in the north. And the two other tribes, Judah and Benjamin, set up the kingdom of Judah in the south. Well, then the ten tribes got lost. But the great gathering of the ten tribes is occurring now, is the point that Chris Carlson's making. And are we part of that? Are we fulfilling prophecy as Christians without even really connecting the dots on that topic? The answer is a clear, resounding yes, in my opinion, and in the opinion of Chris Carlson. We documented that the first hour yesterday. It was incredible. James Edwards uh, believes uh, many, or in many respects as we do. I don't mean to put words in his mouth, but he thought that the, um, the ideas were fascinating. He agreed with a lot of it and said, hey, I'm just not sure about some of it because I don't have the historical context and everything. But, hey, it was an interesting Christian-based discussion. And to those of you at the Southern Poverty Law Center and the American Defamation League or Anti-Defamation League and everything else, um, why name your group after something anti? But that's another topic. Uh, I digress. Why attack all of us? You know what? I want people who are concerned about the Jews and they believe that they can have their own nation, but nobody else can. The blacks can advocate for their agenda, Black History Month, etc., but the whites can't. See, this disparaging unfair, dishonest narrative promoting groups above other groups is the problem. See, they can promote the blacks above the whites, and they say it's justified. They can say whites are always racist, and blacks are never racist because blacks are the victims and whites are the perpetrators. But see, all they're doing is dividing and conquering us, ladies and gentlemen. The people who are Jewish, they have every right to their own nation, to their own beliefs, different than the Christians. But white people and Christians have every right to their beliefs, too. You say, well, Sam, why are you putting on white supremacists on the radio? I put on people who believe and advocate for the white race. That's true. And I even have people on the radio, on my radio network, that disagree with me, and I disagree with them on theological discussions, political discussions, etc. You say, Sam, why would you do that? Is it because you're getting rich? No, I make less than almost every one of you, my fellow Americans, especially some of these people that are attacking me. Let's discuss their salaries. So Sam takes on three thugs in the media recently. Jason Wilson, how much do you make, Jason? As soon as you double down and clearly tell you how much you make or tell me how much you make, I'll be glad to tell you how much I make. Chuck Tanner, you do the same. Isaac Stone Simonelli, you do the same. You ask me how much I make and make it seem like it's somehow wrong or dishonest or that I'm making a gazillion dollars from the hosts that I promote. Shame on you. Let's openly get on the radio. And you go ahead and lay all yours out, and I'll do the same, okay? And if you get caught lying, I'll sue you. Just remember that. Uh, But anyway, I'm taking on these three thugs because they're dishonest. Yes, I've got people that advocate for the white race on the radio. And yes, I've got people that are concerned and critical about the Jews 
on the radio. That's all true. What's not true is the rest of the story that they leave out, you see. That's where they manipulate. I've got black hosts on the radio. I've syndicated C.L. Bryant for a long time, two hours a day, five days a week. That's 10 hours of radio with C.L. Bryant. He's a black man. Well, now that he's not doing his show so consistently, I was forced to find some other hosts. But that's 10 hours a week. I put James on and Eddie on. They've got three hours each on the weekend. That's six hours a week. So I've got almost double with C.L. Bryant than I do the other two hosts. But then you put on Jesse Lee Peterson, and now you go, Jesse Lee Peterson has three hours a day. And I put his show on the radio, too, and I have for years. That's 15 hours a week. So I've got black gentlemen on the air, triple the amount of these supposed white promotion shows. You say, well, Sam, what are you doing? I believe in the First Amendment. I don't agree with Jesse or C.L. Bryant on everything they say, and I don't agree with James or Eddie on everything they say. I have my own views to which I'm entitled, and I say what I want to, and I take responsibility for what I say and believe, and nothing more. But under the First Amendment, I think that Jesse, C.L., James, Eddie, and then I offered these three clowns to come on the radio with me as well. You say, wait a minute, Sam, you haven't offered that to Chuck. Well, kind of. I've offered it on the air to Chuck, right? All right, I take on these three thugs. I've offered every one of them to come on the radio with me. Jason Wilson, I've offered. He won't, take, he won't come on the radio with me. He's too chicken. He won't discuss salaries and where we get our money from that funds our efforts to uh, whatever we do. But I'm not really attacking him. I'm merely defending myself. I think Jason Wilson has every right to believe what he wants. If he wants to believe I'm a white supremacist, an extremist, he has every right to believe that. What he doesn't have the right to do is libel and slander me, and he's getting very close to doing that. The sad part is the courts won't deal with that because what they'll say is I'm a nobody when they want to make my show minimalistic. When they want to then defend themselves against my allegations, they'll say, no, he's a celebrity, and we can say anything we want about celebrities. But Jason Wilson, come on the radio with me. Chuck Tanner, I can't talk to you. I can't even find your phone number. All you thugs hide behind your secret agendas. How do you get a hold of Chuck Tanner? Why don't you come on the radio with me, Chuck? We'll debate salaries. We'll go right on down. How about you, Isaac Stone Simonelli? I personally invited you on the radio, too, and you refuse. So what you love is your one-sided, dishonest narratives. And the second you guys can't have your cover, you wimp out. Right? But they say constitutional sheriff's chief runs online radio station featuring white supremacists, Jason William, Southern Poverty Law Center. Now, I put on a couple of people that you may disagree with their views, but what about Jesse Lee Peterson? What about C.L. Bryant that get quadruple or triple at least the time that these other guys get on my radio network? What about them? And what about the women on my network? You see, I got women on my network too. It's not just a man's network. I've got Beth Ann, does a great job daily. She gets five hours every week. She gets more times than James herself. Oh, what about Kate Daly? She's on the air three days a week. She gets 15 hours. So now between women, I've got over, I've got basically double women time as I do men time when it compares to those people. See, they're just dishonest is the problem, and they don't tell you the real story. Hang tight. This is the one and only Liberty. Roundtable Live. 
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. on your radio ladies and gentlemen wow the trifecta of thugs coming after sam bushman because we're making a difference you know when you get attacked like this you know you're over the target ladies and gentlemen our training with the constitutional sheriffs and peace officers association our peaceful efforts to 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 back uh the supreme law of the land uh understanding the dual sovereignties uh articulated in the supreme court case win Sheriff Mack beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court 25 years ago. That resonates today as the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered. Uh, I'm the CEO of CSPOA now. Because we're having such a great effect um, and because I'm making such a difference on the radio and on TV and everything else, they are attacking me relentlessly now with their dishonest propaganda lies, ladies and gentlemen. We've got now Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan um, with us. Uh, Brian, welcome. Hey, thanks. Sorry I missed you last week. Glad to be back. No worries. We appreciate you, sir. Kelly, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. So they're going after me like you wouldn't believe, and they're telling lies. They say that I'm promoting white supremacist radio. I agree. I have a couple of hosts on that talk about these things. Uh, James Edwards uh, cl- clearly claims he's pro-white. Uh, it's strange that he's white and he wants to promote pro-white. That's what blacks do. But if blacks do it, it's okay. If whites do it, it's not. See? Now, then Eddie Miller, who uh, attacks the Jews and other people and you know, I don't agree with all their narratives. You guys, I don't. Okay, that's I, I don't mind saying that. But I do believe they have a First Amendment right to free speech. I also have two black people on the radio, C.L. Bryant and Jesse Lee Peterson. They have almost quadruple the time on the air weekly as James and Eddie do. 
But these guys, these clowns, I've got women on the air, too, that have significant time, men. I do my best to be as balanced as I can. I've offered the opportunity for all these three clowns that are attacking me to come on the radio as well. They say, why would you do it? Because it's free speech. That's why. Because I believe that everybody should have a narrative. You say, Sam, well, why are you not letting the gays and the lesbians come on? Hey, they can come on the radio and we can openly discuss it, too. I invite them as well. I invite the abortion folks to come on the air and discuss things openly. See, I'm for all these conversations because I believe in the court of public opinion, uh, our kind, appropriate, patient, Christ-based arguments will win the day. And the American people will see the truth. I'm not afraid of any of these discussions. Uh, what do you say to that, Brian? They're attacking me relentlessly, dishonestly, and unfairly, I might add. Well, it seems to, to be they don't like your agenda. They they kind of want to pick and choose what you want to do, and they pull. It's like, you know, pulling, this is what you actually said, so I'm going to kind of chop it up and only use the things that, to attack you that, 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 that I can share on my, you know, my media platform, I guess, and that's that attack. You know, it's wrong, and you're, you're proving the fact it's wrong, but uh, they're going to continue to push that agenda just like we see across the board. Now, just so you know, you would say, well, maybe they don't know that you're, Offering them radio time. No, I've offered two out of the three of them personally on the phone radio time that they've rejected. I've also tweeted out to this clown, Jason, because he's attacking me in the tweets. He sent out a tweet yesterday. He's like, Sam just um, Sam just uh, afraid of the truth and can't. Okay, Jason, if that's true then, so I tweeted back, why don't you come on the radio with me? Why don't we have an open forum where we can talk about it? <laughs> I promise you that I'll skip all my floater breaks. I have to take top and bottom of the hour breaks because there's news. I will not cut you off. I'll let you say what you want to say. I'll make sure that you get fair time as I get. But let's have an open discussion about this. They want to know how much money I make from these two hosts. Well, no, we need to discuss how much money I make personally. And I put in more money into radio than I get from radio. That's a fact. All right. Yeah. But you can't just isolate one or two people and say, oh, how much do you get to promote white propaganda? Well, how much do I get to promote black propaganda if you're going to say that? I say none of it's propaganda. These guys have their opinions, their beliefs, to which they're all entitled black and white. And I put them both on the air to prove it, and I give the black guys more time than the white guys. What do you say to that, Kelly? Well, I was going to say, you know, with my history, I'm black Irish, so you kind of get uh, a real minority there. Uh, if you don't know what black Irish is, yeah, <laughs> Brian. There you, you go. Were <laughs> you were you were the lowest. Uh, you were the lowest rung on the totem pole. The blacks were above the Irish when they came to this country. So, but I got uh, but I got yeah. a question though. Why does it matter if you're black, white, Irish, this, that, Native American, um, an immigrant? Um, you know, you got all kind of nationality. Why does that even matter? America. America, that's what's so great, is we're the most diverse country in the whole world. More accepting of us than ours. Drive around and look at all the restaurants that are around. Tell me that we just have one kind of food. No, we don't. We accept everything here. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that just the American dream, Brian? Isn't that just amazing? It is. It is amazing, and, and they that's why I say they don't like your agenda because you're a threat. And so they're going to attack you based on that, but they don't, you know, and that's usually the case. If you've, if you've invited them on and they don't have a voice or don't want to, to put that voice on, then, then yeah, then they're scared to, to, they just want to, you know, want to cause you havoc and not really, you know, have to say anything about it. 
side oh, and of they the might country. say well sam we don't want to be on your your network because we don't want you to control the agenda and my response is if i don't give you fair time equal time to me talking that you get to talk and if i don't let you say what you want to say not counting the forced top and the out- bottom of the hour breaks that i can't control i've got to feed news to the radio stations right so um but other than that if i don't give you look all you got to do is end the interview and then go on your big platform if it's if it's big and just say hey uh, Sam wasn't fair to me. I tried to do an interview, but he wasn't honest and fair. Go ahead and do it. But you'll find out that I will be fair, and I will give them a chance to say what they want to say, even if they completely disagree with me. Yeah. Kelly? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, no, but, Uh-oh, you're you breaking know, up. Say it again. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm driving. I'm trying to get to a good spot. So they don't want that story. Why not? their agendas and and they push that and they don't want to have anybody contradict them that's the whole purpose they'll never talk to you see but to me it's not contradicting here's my view i think that they have every right to their voice what i don't think they have the right to do is libel and slander me though uh they claim that i'm a white supremacist i'm no such thing never have been never will be i don't really even know what color brian is or kelly for that matter uh, I've never heard of black Irish in my life, so I'm going to have to look it up because I don't know. <laughs> but but either way, I don't care if he's black or Irish or this or that. Or I've got men and women and blacks and whites all on the radio. If you study my schedule, you'll find out. I've got Christians and non-Christians and all kinds of people on the radio because to me it's free speech and it's a difference of opinion. And we all need to learn to talk and become civil and decent to one another. Uh, and, and realize that, you know what, if we talk and open up dialogue, we might be able to advocate and change people's minds to believe more as we do. I made that point to them. They even highlight that point in their articles, but they mock me for it as if I'm not genuine in that attempt. I say our schedule and the amount of voices we have on the radio that differ on all kinds of topics and my invitation to them proves it, Brian. Yeah, well, that's that's the key. I mean, you're you're willing to put it yourself out there and say, okay, well, let's look at what we're doing here, and and they apparently don't want to don't want to hear it, so they don't want they want to turn their hand to it. Say, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to listen to that. But yeah, you're putting it out there, so so it's it's sad. It's sad that they have a voice in, in this realm because they're not fair in their uh, agenda, and and they don't like your agenda, and it's 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 terrible. Now, some would say to me, Sam, why are you th- so thin-skinned? Why do you get so offended so easily? Why don't you just ignore these people? Why don't you just let it go and not care? Why do you need to just make it such a big deal all the time? And I'm going to tell you the answer to that because I think this is really critical. I have a thick skin. I don't care what they think or what they believe or what allegations they make. If that's all they were was allegations, okay, they can say and think and believe whatever they want, no matter how erroneous no matter how dishonest, no matter how manipulated their narrative, that's, that's fine with that. I don't, I don't care. But here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. The Southern Poverty Law Center a long time ago actually was credible, at least in the minds of most people, including law enforcement. And what happened is that when they attack people like me, it goes beyond opinion now. Because when the Southern Poverty Law Center puts out something, law enforcement, government, they take that information as if it's fact. 
and that puts me in danger. Now, the Family Research Council had a guy come in and try to kill everybody there. Thank heavens there was a good guy with a gun. Uh, it was a kill us, rape us, um, rob us not in the hands of the good guy, and they stopped the bad guy. All right? But the point of the matter is this guy, the bad guy, claimed that the Southern Poverty Law Center information is what drove his attack. Well, when these people attack me like this, they put my life in danger. They put my family in danger because, see, they want you to believe in their hate watch that I'm one of the biggest haters. The problem is they're spewing and promoting hate. And if it was just their opinion, I wouldn't care. But when they put people in harm's way, it starts to matter. So we need to set the record straight. When we come back, we'll talk about it more. We got a whole lot straight ahead. Kelly Finnegan, Brian Rust, RustQuentinGift.com. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. President Biden at the House Democrat Caucus Issues Conference yesterday puts the blame of America's fentanyl crisis on former President Trump. Biden's comments to a mother who spoke out about her two sons being killed by fentanyl poisoning. She, she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> Governor Gavin Newsom is declaring a state of emergency in California for several snowed-in mountain communities in San Bernardino and Los Angeles counties. This woman is stuck in her home in Twin Peaks, just like her neighbors. Nobody can get on our street, and so, and everybody's in the same boat. They're buried under the snow, and many of them are elderly. They need their medications. They need food. Their pets don't have food. The FBI is reporting a man was arrested yesterday and charged with attempting to place an explosive or incendiary device on an aircraft after his bag triggered an alarm at Lehigh Valley International Airport in Pennsylvania. The FBI said that 40-year-old Mark Muffley from Lansford, Pennsylvania, checked a suitcase on Monday for a flight that was heading to Sanford, Florida. The FBI described it as a live explosive device. Muffley's alleged intent is not known at this time. A Chicago police officer who was badly wounded during a shootout with a gunman yesterday on the southwest side has died. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown. Uh, and began running from officers armed with a gun. The officers began pursuing uh, this offender at close range. Shots were exchanged. Uh, the offender was struck uh, in a critical condition. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the employee retention credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. 
So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. All right, live it on your radio. So the problem that I have is I could have a thick skin and just let it go. I don't really care what these clowns think. The problem is uh, their efforts, their research makes it to the FBI. Okay, that's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. So listen to me carefully. 20 state attorney generals the uh, says that the SPLC has been discredited as a reliable source. Yeah. And so 20 state attorney generals sent this document saying, look, the FBI took information from the Southern Poverty Law Center and literally attacked Catholic religious organizations. And now it's so bad and so dishonest in its reporting and so manipulated in its narrative that the FBI then uh, researched it after they ran with it and had to retract the FBI memo based on the single source Southern Poverty Law Center. That's why they're discrediting. Everything they say is a flat-out, dishonest, manipulated lie. Now, this Jason guy in his failed Twitter feed attacks me relentlessly. He supposedly has 30,000 followers, which sounds pretty big, right? But there's only like, uh, when, he, when he tweets something, only, you know, like 20 people like it and 50 people, whatever, and a few people retweet it and this kind of stuff. But virtually, if you've got 30,000 followers that are supposed to be like your solid followers, but then you only get like 50 likes on something and, and, and like five or so tweets... How many of those are fake followers? How much of that's really real support for these clowns? I don't know, but the problem is that they're putting people in harm's way and people have been injured and harmed and threatened because of this supposed hate watch reporting, Brian. So that's why I'm taking such an issue with this because at some point, hey, my very, I, I might need security because of these clowns. Yeah, it's sad, Sam, and, and, and I... You know what is his the his agenda just to get you off the air is that is that what his push is I mean if he doesn't like uh, yeah my guess is he asked all about how I make my money and all that kind of stuff and so his agenda in my mind is to defund me so that I got to go away right yeah which is which is ridiculous I don't I don't get that agenda at all I mean he doesn't have to listen to you I mean I don't, I mean it's it's interesting how he you know that's what I always find like you don't have to go down this path you don't like it you go another path. But you don't have to attack somebody because this is their path. I mean, it's like me. I don't. I don't like all the agendas out there, and but I, and I don't have to follow those agendas. And and so, you know, I can choose what I want to hear and what I want to support and so on, which I have a right to do. And and it, yeah, it's, I don't need to attack somebody because they, you know, they're different from me. The only reason I'm firing back is because of the dishonest narratives that they have. But, Kelly, look, this is putting people in harm's way, and that's my problem with it. That's why I'm pushing back so hard. Well, and that's what you have to do. You have to let them know that, that we're, you're not going to roll over and just take it. And the Southern Poverty Law Center isn't Southern, and it isn't, doesn't deal with poverty. It did it in the beginning, but it hasn't done that for a long, long time. Now they're just going out trying to do whatever. Uh, they're, they're like that uh, Baptist church. I can't remember the name in Missouri that just tickets, uh, funerals for, uh, fallen soldiers and things just to get sued. And then they can counter sue and get money. That's all they do. And the problem is that you can't sue these people for libel and slander. Here's what they're libel and slander. Here's what they do. 
if they're trying to attack me, they say our radio show's so tiny it doesn't even matter. It's a little blip. It's just tiny. It's it, it's nothing. But then if they get sued, what they'll come back is and say, well, Sam Bushman's a celebrity. And because Sam Bushman's a celebrity, you know what? The rules <laughs> right. are different for celebrities, and we can say anything we want about him. But my response is, if I'm so tiny, if I don't matter a tinker's damn, then why waste their time with me at all, Brian? Well, that's what I say. I mean, they, they're... That's the the agenda they have is to to attack you because that's easy, I guess, and, and it's it's you know it, it's pathetic is what it is. You're, I get your 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 fighting back because I mean you have to uh, you know your career here and you, what you're accomplishing and so on. A good this good thing, but I guess that's Satan's plan too. Is, is uh, he doesn't want to have any good. He might hide it a little bit, but he's attacking. He's going to attack. So that's that's their agenda, I guess. In my response to Jason Wilson, I'm not here to attack you personally either. I'm willing to air your views and your belief systems and let people make up their own minds. What I'm doing is attacking your attack of me. When you say that I'm promoting white agendas, you're right. I am. What you're lying about is that I somehow am promoting a white view over all other views. That's where the narrative falls apart. Okay, so for example, I made a claim. And I said, hey, you know what? One of the first people to have plantations in Florida, one of the oldest plantations or whatever, was um, basically owned and ran by a black woman. Now, in their article, they say that's false, ladies and gentlemen. But I don't know if you know, the Kingsley Plantation in Florida is one of the oldest plantations in the state. Okay? And Anna Kingsley was a black woman. She was bought by a white man. She was a slave. He bought her. He married her. He had children with her, and then he freed her. And then she, as a free black woman, ran the plantation they owned together, and she had and owned slaves. She was the African wife of plantation owner Zelfania Kingsley. Now, if she's a free woman and the wife, wow, how does that work when she has slaves and she runs the plantation while he's all the time gone on business? Okay, so I basically said this, and then they, they now say that I claim that, or that my claims are false. How are my claims false, Brian? <laughs> That's right. Well, they're gonna try to twist it and and turn it. So it's, but the, the voices—they're just wrong. They're just they're picking at you and trying to to fight. I I kind of like your the lady you had on here the other day, Jennifer Martin. I think Commissioner. Yeah, I mean, she was they're attacking her. Yeah, and and they're attacking her the same way. It's it's. All this agenda against these people that are trying to do the right thing, that's what's wrong. And that's what I'd like to see, you know, more of a stand up for that and, and, and see some prosecution to those that are trying to pull us down and the negative there. Yeah, I agree. And the, and the reason in. that they the reason that they say this is because they say that I'm I'm soft on slavery or I somehow have dual answers or conflicting answers on slavery. See, that's a lie. That's where the manipulation comes in. I say to you unequivocally, slavery is evil, satanic, and wrong, and no one should ever be made a slave to anyone else ever. Now, is that waffling on the yeah. point? I don't think so. No. Now, then I say, though, hey, in comparison, is a slave of yesteryear that learned to read and write on the plantation, like Anna, who was a slave, but then he married her, then he freed her, um, you know, then she owned slaves. I'm pointing out that it's wrong when Anna owns slaves. It's wrong when Anna's a slave. Okay, all that's wrong. But then how about today when they're in the projects in Chicago? 
and they got a mayor Lightfoot that just got kicked out that literally says, hey, I'm advocating for my black women people. And I have this agenda. I'm speaking to the blacks right now. And I'm this and that. And then these people are in the projects on the government dime. Dad's gone. Mom's got daddy, sugar daddy, tax dollars, funding their lifestyles. How are they not slaves? They don't have any chance uh, to rise above it and, and live literally free. Now, I'm not advocating that one's better than the other. Okay, what I'm advocating is both are wrong. Both are evil. Both should stop. Okay, so I'm not soft on slavery, but I'm willing to engage in a real, honest, open discussion. I'm not willing to paint a narrow narrative that's dishonest. So when Anna was a slave, was it wrong that she was a slave? Absolutely. But when Anna became free and married a man and owned a plantation and had slaves and ran a slave plantation herself, was Anna wrong? Absolutely. Are the modern day Lori Lightfoot and whatever these clowns are, promoting and speaking specifically to black people while they live in projects and don't have a penny to their name and no chance for upward mobility in the greatest country on the face of the earth because the government grinds the face of the poor? That's wrong, too. Now, how am I bad for claiming all those things are wrong, Kelly? Oh, you're not. It's like at, at first Kamala Harris used to talk about slavery, and then her dad said, you know, you better be quiet what you say because our family used to own slaves, Kamala, and now she doesn't say anything about it. And guess what? Her dad's black, <laughs> and that family owns slaves in Jamaica. So, uh, well, and I like, say oh, that her okay, family owning slaves is wrong too, Kelly. Exactly, it's all wrong, and it's never, it's never been about race. It's always the Romans had slaves wherever they conquered the. Greeks and by the way, I don't slaves. know what color the Romans are, but the Romans were wrong. Exactly, they were all wrong. Slavery was wrong, you know, and and it's taken a while for that to be you know, sink in, but it's gone on throughout history and it's never been right, but it was accepted. You know, it was kind of like the spoils of war. And, you know, that's no more. And, and the people that brought the blacks into slavery weren't whites. It was the blacks in Africa that captured them and then sold them. So yeah, it's nothing to do with race. Slavery's wrong. It's over. We, we lost a lot of blood and a lot of treasure over that 150 years ago. It's done. Now, uh, Nikki Haley's running, and she's claiming that she's colored. She's not black, is she? No, she's Indian, though, so she is colored. She's as colored as, as someone from Mexico. Yeah, but I'm colored. If you look at my skin, it's not like a piece of paper. It's not white. You're not Am trans I colored, Brian? Transparent. Am I colored, Brian? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if you're colored. Might be not the right shade, perhaps? The, the, well, I don't know, because if you put a white piece of paper and my skin together, I look pretty dark, brother. All right, hang tight. <laughs> hey, 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 round table live. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. 
With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Hey, man, I got a question. I'm not very smart, but if Kelly's Black Irish, I just want to kind of help people understand what is the meaning of Black Irish. I I looked it up so that I could put it in the notes, by the way. The term Black Irish refers to people of, quote, Irish descent with various dark features, such as black hair, dark eyeballs, and tanned skin. So are the black Irish Caucasian, Kelly? Well, that you just described my grandpa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just that, uh, well, the thing is, they came from Scandinavia originally. So there was that Scandinavian blood, and that might have been a way to make it, differentiate them from the, the red-haired, green-eyed Irish. But uh, yeah, and They say it's a colloquial term. They say it's a colloquial yeah, exactly. term that's designed yeah. to refer to, to Caucasian people of Irish ancestry. And so I kind of go, right. what it was never, that? It was never so a derogatory term. Well, let's quickly take that term now, though, and compare it to uh, our buddy, Haley. Uh, and um, she's Indian. And so is she more colored than the black Irish? Uh, probably a little bit. You know, when you start your show well, with... Uh, with a with with a, a a colored guitarist playing, you know. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Great guitarist. Yeah, he's exactly. a killer guitarist. I, I didn't know if you knew that, you know, Carlos. Oh, I know that, but I don't care because yeah. you want to know what I accept exactly, his talents. Yeah, I accept his talents for what they are, and I accept him as a person, and all the good he can bring to the world I support, and all the bad he brings to the world I don't support, and that's true of every single person on the planet, Brian. Well, you you promote light, lightness. I mean, light. Turn to the light. It's like look to, to God, look to the light, and live. And and instead of those that want to turn that light into darkness, and you look to darkness, we you know maybe identify with sa- Satan and the Savior, kind of the opposites. He's the light, and Satan's the dark, and that's their agenda. Promote the dark. So I'm glad you're doing promoting the light, Sam. 
Well, and I want to promote the light in everyone all the time. And if Jason Wilson has any good light and any good, you know, viewpoints, I would be willing to entertain those and discuss those with him. And if he's wrong, I want to highlight that he's wrong. And if I'm wrong, I want to learn something, grow and change and repent. Brian? Amen. I think that's that's what I'm talking about. And that's that's the problem. He He's kind of got these blinders on and it's all about tearing you down and, and the, the darkness and destroying any good that you're trying to accomplish all right let's do the honest money report and that works even for the black irish i want them to have honest money too did you know that (laughs) isn't that awesome (laughs) i want everybody to have constitutional currency my friend yeah i even want the dog catcher to have honest money you know all right what's gold looking like sir uh 1837.2 Three seven point two. That's up a teeny bit, right? Yeah, kind of. You know, it's the yo-yo thing. I call it the yo-yo up and down on the paper markets. We're going to see the yo-yos, no doubt about it. Yes, sir. All right, this uh, silver. Uh, Twenty point eight three. That's down a little bit from what I had before. Uh, all right, where are we sitting at rhodium and 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 the other key metals? Rod- rhodium sitting at eighty three hundred. Oh, that's way down, isn't it? That's come off some, yeah. Now's the time Man, to buy rodeo. Look, when we were first talking to Kurt about it, it was up in the 20,000s. Yeah, that's right. Man, yeah, poor that's... Kurt. His garage is only worth less than half of what it once was. Wow. <laughs> Kelly, what do you think uh, uh the summation of the markets? Well, right now what's going on, and I, and I kind of know what's going on, is they've had to raise the interest rate up so high that the bonds are paying a, you know, wow, you're, you know, got bonds paying 5%. So everybody's like, well, I'm going to get in on that. So they're selling their gold and silver to buy these bonds, which is debt. Um, and, and, and once the U.S. has to reverse course and start lowering the interest rate, because they can't afford paying that interest rate on the debt, then gold and silver are just going to take off, like go up a lot faster than they're coming down. Brian, what do you say? Yeah, he's he's got a point. I mean, he, he, you look at kind of what's happening there. We talk about uh, central banks and and this debt thing. They were making a, a lot of money, basically. Uh, you know, they're saddled now with with huge amounts of debt because it's it's swung the other way. I mean, they were they were on the interest. You know, they had made billions of dollars and so on, and now this it's it's swinging the other way. And so a lot of these central banks now are losing money. And the debt still stays there, so they're still paying it, and they're losing a lot of money there. So, yeah, I mean, it's we're seeing this cycle kind of hit, and so I mean, the, the burden now on these central banks is is uh, to limit these strains. But yeah, there's there's a lot of interest in that that they're they're paying based on the All right. debt. That what, what's available right now, Brian, for people to get? What's the hottest things you're recommending? Hey, you know what? These are available. These are a great deal. These are you know what's kind of going on. Well, I mean, I, I have product available. I mean, we've, we've like, over the last number of years, we've tried to stockpile and have product on hand where people, but, you know, we're still selling a lot of gold. A lot of people are buying gold still. I've, I've got a lot of people, you know, the, the buying silver still. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's available and they can come in. Some people, you know, I don't, I don't like the fact of saying, okay, you need to buy these because it's cheaper. And a lot of people say, I, I do push that a little bit. Here's the cheaper price. But I, you know, also 
your trading value like a 90% coin. It's it's a little you're paying a little higher, but a lot of people like that dime quarter constitutional stuff that we used to use, and because you know you know it's smaller amounts and and so we have people putting that away. So yeah, it's it's all of it I guess is is a little bit of here and there. So but we and have. What's it. your favorite, Kelly? Right now, I really like platinum. And there have been a lot of people coming in saying, hey, platinum, didn't that used to be more than gold? And now it's about half of what gold was. And so yeah. I think when palladium gets out of favor, I think platinum will, you know, every dog has its day. If you want to buy what nobody's talking about. Everybody's talking about gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about platinum. You want to buy what nobody's talking about. Yeah. All right. There you have it. I think that's wise. Uh, my favorite, though, are the Silver Eagle Silver Dollars, just because they'll always have a premium. They'll always have that American, um, I don't know what you want to say, credibility to them, and, and, and they're just so beautiful and everything else. I like those. I also like the dimes and the quarters a lot, Brian. Yeah. So a lot of those. So all of it has a, a place, I think. And, and uh, I think the. You know, we we just kind of say, you know, getting in the game and and uh, a little bit here or there, it starts to add up, and that now you have something for your money. I mean, it's, it's if you need it, you got it. Some of these people come in and say, oh, I bought this a while ago, and maybe I'm not making the money, but I need it right now. Well, great, I'm glad you have it because you need it right now. You've got something you can fall back on, regardless of what you paid. It's it's, uh, I mean, you want to make everybody wants to make money, but in a sense, it's peace of mind when you can fall back and hey, I've got this nest egg not like we went to the movie and out to dinner every week and we spent the money we had we've been putting away this little nest egg that oh billy broke his arm or the car just broke down we need it and, and so it's nice to have that fall back on and that's kind of what we're doing peace of mind is that metal and if you have cash you'll just piddle it away you know so it's nice to have the metal away because you, you can't just go out and spend it you know kids break in and spend it for face value once in a while but yeah, you got to put a stop to that. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, but that that's really the thing that we need to understand, that it provides this savings um, protection, protection from spending it when you don't want to unless you intelligently really ne- need to. It's got kind of a stopgap to prevent you just by the nature of it. Secondarily, though, it holds its value against all the manipulations manipulations and changes. Uh, you know, if I had a silver eagle, silver dollar from, you know, 25 or let me think, say 35 years ago, 40 years ago, you know, I might have got it for five bucks then. And now it's worth basically what? Almost forty dollars, thirty five dollars. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's correct. Well, it's not a bad for a stable reality, right? Yeah, you're right. You know, one of the factors, too, I like to, to, I like to, you know, you have this little nest egg there. You're not, let's say I have this IRA or something, or I put away a, um, a metal IRA or something down the way, and I've got to call uh, Bill out here to sell off my thing or send me the metal and so on. I mean, the process of that could be a week or two or three to get that process done. And, and, you know, and, and you might not get the medal. In fact, I've had clients come in now. They've wanted their medals from in their IRA, and they sent them a check. And then the small writing says, well, we can send you a check, and we don't have to give you the medal that you thought you were purchasing. But it also takes time. And so peace of mind is the fact that you, you open the lockbox or your safe, where your safety uh, hiding place or whatever, and you have it immediate. You don't wait a three- or four-week. Maybe you need it today or tomorrow or the next day. 
well, it's a three or four week period that takes to to get that process in line. And 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 if if really it hits the fan, you know the you know the crunch hits the fan. Now it might take a month to get your money or two months or whatever because fifty thousand other people want their money that day too. So that's just a a thought. <clears throat> There you have it, but I'm sure that uh, folks will take my constitutional currency when times get tough, and there ain't a lot of that uh, um, fiat currency around, Kelly. Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. And and it's funny, people in Europe understand that. They've been through world wars there. People in the United States don't understand the value of gold and silver, but in Europe they know. All right, you got a final word for us, uh, Brian? Yeah, just peace of mind. I think peace of mind, and and uh, you know, put some away. It's it's a good thing to have. You know, that's you know, gives you that uh, I, I, preparation is that peace of mind. Also, Sam, I think continuing to share the light. That's that's a that's a key for all of us. We're grateful for you. Roger that, Kelly. Final words from you, sir. I I would say uh, study and ponder before you open your mouth and say anything. Ooh. Man, I'm in trouble now, Brian. <laughs> no. You've done that. You've studied and you're, yeah, you're prepared. I, I, I understand. I truly do my best. I was just kind of joking because I talk a lot. I but know. you know what? I Kelly know. has got a real nugget of wisdom right there, folks. And that's kind of what I want to send out to all these different naysayers and dividers and, and all that kind of stuff. What is wrong with loving God? What is wrong with loving family? What is wrong with loving country? What is wrong with embracing principles of the protection of life, liberty, and property? What's wrong with the idea that government's good when it obeys its proper role? The whole purpose of government is to protect our God-given inalienable rights. And when government does that, I'm not anti-government. That's another place they lie. Why do I keep focusing on the supreme law of the land and the checks and the balances and due process and everything else if I'm anti-government? Why would I look to that as my guide? See, they just lie. Yes, I'm anti-rogue government. Absolutely. <laughs> Brian? No, I agree with you, Sam, and I, I think that's across the board. I mean, this this lady you had on the other uh, day, this uh, congresswoman, or, or not congress, the commissioner or whatever, Jennifer Martin. I mean, same thing. She's asking her for the sheriffs to stand up for what they, what they gave an oath to do. So I agree. Yeah, they're afraid we might take America back is what I think their real fear is. That once the American people, the great sleeping giant, wakes up and demands their God-given rights, it's over for these clowns. And they know it. But I'll tell you this, we're on God's side. And you know what? I'm okay with that because they might uh, beat us up along the way. We might have to follow Christ and bear the cross a little bit. But in the end of the day, we win, they lose, Kelly. Final words yours. Uh, exactly right. You know, we just, we got the, we've got the fight. We've got to be ready for it. Ladies and gentlemen, we declare this nation shall endure. RustQuinningGift.com. God save the republic.